What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Kayvon McKinnon, a.k.a. Killer TV, with another episode of Best Conversations Podcast. Uh, first off, I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in, that's been listening. Uh, my Spotify viewership has been going up crazy. Uh, everybody that's been watching on the YouTube, Apple Podcasts, everywhere, you tune in the Best Conversations Podcast. I thank you. Um, we about to start a Patreon account. Um, you know, it's trying time to make a little bit of cheese from this thing. So uh, when I roll out the whole Patreon thing, I will definitely give y'all more updates on that. Uh, let's get into the nitty gritty. So this is going to be episode 43. First off, I want to say thank you for, for watching episode 42. Shout out to the whole MID crew. Man, every time we get together, man, it's a it's a party. Uh, shout out to the Unfiltered Podcast now I know as well. But this is episode forty three, Andrew Schultz episode. Um, I recorded this like four years ago at the comedy club in Raleigh called Good Nights. Andrew was nice enough to uh, grant me an interview. Uh, and it's been sitting on my YouTube channel for years, uh, about almost at a thousand views on my YouTube channel. But I thought it'd be dope for the people that didn't see it. Uh, you know, you can hear it, watch it, um, you know, on the podcast form. But uh, if you go on my YouTube channel, go back about four years ago and you can see, see the interview I did. But if it's your first time listening to this on Spotify, Enjoy, thank you. Uh, but that's pretty much it. But um, thank y'all again for rocking with Best Conversations podcast. I truly, truly, truly thank y'all. And um, more, more good things coming, man. We almost had fifty episodes. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, and that's so dope. I'm staying consistent as well. If I make it to 100 episodes, man, we might have to make that thing a party. You feel me? But uh, enough talking. Let's get into this episode. Uh, see y'all again for another dope episode again next week. Looks like we're going to be dropping these things like every Monday. I don't know what day we drop these things, but we've been kind of consistent with the Monday thing. Kicking your week off right with the Best Conversations podcast. And that's how we've been doing it, man. But um, you know how we do it, man. Keep God first and everything will work itself out. Always keep God first. Best Conversation Podcast. Andrew Schultz episode. Episode 43. Let's go. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Alright, my name is Matt White. I'm checking out Killer TV. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones rolling. Andrew Schultz. What's up, baby? How you doing, man? I'm living, bro. Right now, I'm with my man Andrew Schultz. Just killed the stage. Ah, oh, you're like, like you always do. Kind of cracked on me. But <laughs> I didn't know it was you, man. It's it's to it's be all, completely fair. I didn't know I didn't know it was you personally. I just heard voices. It's it's all good, man. You can see him on 
Uncommon Sense on on Friday nights, 11 o'clock on MTV. Uh, you can go back and check out him on Benders, which was a great show. I don't know. I don't know why they ain't got no season two. I bet have been. It happens. Um, I just want to uh, first start off with the beginning. First time I ever heard or ever seen Andrew Schultz was on a show that you get on TV called Music Choice. That's way back. That's way back. Way back. That's right. What, what do you remember? What do you remember from them days, man? I don't even remember the name of the show. What was the name of the show? Um, music Choice. It's it was certified. just certified. Certified. A music Choice. That was my first TV credit. Right. And uh, yeah, it was just we basically got to make fun of. Like what was happening in music or music videos or something? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, and I always remember, like, man, this, this this kid really sticks out. Like he got like got some talent. Like I always like like followed you and you know the MTV shows and sure. and and all that stuff. So wow, you go way back. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I, I, I I've been it. I've definitely been following the career. I called you a <laughs> it's, it's, it's all love, man. So you went to college in Santa Barbara? Yeah, wasted a lot of my parents' money in Santa Barbara. <laughs> and uh, I had a good time out there. I mm -hmm. lived a year in Spain. That was cool. That was the best part of college. And uh, got my degree. Just came back to New York and I just started doing comedy. Comedy, that's it. Just... I managed a restaurant back here in New York. But in the beginning. And then I just started doing comedy, man. And that was my life, just grinding every day. Like, how, like, like to uh, up and coming uh, comedians, like, how hard is that grind, man, to just like, just every day, like, to dedicate your life strictly to comedy? I think it's, I think it's nice because it gives you purpose. I think so many people are searching for purpose, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and they find that on, I don't know, a bunch of different things. I don't know what it is, but you, know, you can find it through shit. Religion, you can find it through, you know, your passions, your hobbies, whatever it is. Shit, you can find it Pokemon. That might be a fucking purpose, but. I, I liked the beginning of it because mm -hmm. there was one goal. How do I get better? And doing everything I could do to get better. Going on stage, going, you know, uh, finding how to get places on stage, doing work, working on material. It was, it was really exciting. It was, you know, it was like learning a new sport or learning a new video game or something like that. I just loved it. And like how's that grind in New York City with, you know, with so many different comedy clubs and like... Way more stage time there than anywhere else. Is it like levels? Like I know, like the um, the cellar. That's like the big dog, right? Yeah. Exactly. And like, how long did it take you to even get to like the cellar? So I get past the cellar. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, got, I think I've, I've worked in the cellar a few years now. Mm -hmm. So, but um, yeah, it was. But it, you know, it took a while, man. It took a while to build up like the, the courage to ask to get past there too. Because mm -hmm. you want to have credits before you get past there and. She actually, the, the booker, his name is Esty, actually just saw a video of me. Will Sylvance sent her a video. And uh, I got a very unique story for there. Usually you have to get past before you perform there. Mm -hmm. But she saw the video and just um, started booking me on these shows. Wow. So, yeah, so I was performing there before I officially was passed. Mm -hmm. And then I auditioned for her, and I did horribly. Wow. Yeah, I did horribly at the audition, but she's like, I believe in you, I'm going to give you another chance. And, and uh, yeah, she was like, I believe in you, I'm going to give you another chance. And then all of a sudden she, uh, something. Um, I, yeah, and, uh, and, she, and she did, and it was like a couple weeks later, I went back and auditioned again, and I rocked it. Wow. So, um, at years at the cellar, like, what was like that first like um, celebrity comedian that kind of gave you a stamp of approval that kind of made you get that motivation to like want to keep going? Man, I don't know. 
that's interesting. You know, it's not necessarily celebrities that do that, but maybe like your peers that you really respect mm -hmm. say something nice, you know? And, um, and that's always nice, man, when you get respect from the people you respect. Hmm. You know, like, it's just, I mean, when anybody likes your comedy, that's, that's great. You know, it's very right. vulnerable to put shit out there, but when someone who you really respect them as a comedian, mm -hmm. artist, shows you love, it's like, whoa, man, that is fucking cool, man, thank you. Hmm, sweet. Yeah. And what, like, did you have, like, your first big break? Like, somebody took you on the road, or, like, no, like kind of... taking me on the road. My big breaks, I guess, would be, I mean, I don't think Music Choice was a big break, but it, it probably put me in the ballpark for, like, TV types of things. Mm -hmm. Then I did an MTV New Year's Eve show, and I, I, I did well on that, because I prepared more than anybody mm. prepared for it. You know, they gave us maybe, like, 60 questions or something like that. To, to write jokes about. And I wrote three jokes per question. Like, I just, my work ethic was just insane. I just wasn't going to let anybody outwork me. Right. So I was over, over prepared, and I got a lot of time on that special. And then they brought me in for a general meeting. Uh, Lauren Zinn's her name was. And then uh, I pitched her a show. And then we were looking at possibly developing the show. And then um, all of a sudden, um, uh, the Guy Code audition came up, and then that was what changed everything. Sweet. And the Guy Code audition, was that the first time you met Charlemagne? Uh, not at the audition. We'd already been filming the show. The first time I probably became... Real quick, I want to pause this episode just to tell y'all, make sure y'all subscribe at my YouTube channel. I'm almost at 500 subscribers on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the website, bestconvo.com. Just a little update where you get the merch and whatever else where you can find the episodes. So make sure you subscribe over on YouTube. My YouTube channel is just my name, K. Carl McKinnon, where you can find all Best Conversations podcasts. And make sure you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Now back to the episode. I became friendly with him was at uh, like the New Year's, what is it, the, the awards, the VMAs. Okay. We, were, we went out to L.A. together. Is that, is that the time when y'all met Rihanna, or that, yeah. that, oh, okay. I think that was the first time that we hung out together, yeah. Wow. And then we started hanging out, and I bumped into, uh, well, I guess I would see him on other shit, I'm not exactly sure how we became friends, but, uh, no, I'd see him, I'd see Duval, and I always just... Duval be here next week. Yeah, no, 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 I saw that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love Duval, huge, huge, just fan of him as, like, a philosopher, I think he's brilliant. Amazing. Um... Yeah, man, so just life, I don't know, it's just interesting how the people that you're supposed to be around, you gravitate towards them. Because when I first started the podcast, it was it was like, okay, like, I'm kind of sure, like, Charlemagne would, would start a podcast because, you know, that's what he does. Oh. And then, then when you came along, too, I was like, oh, man, that's a pretty interesting dynamic, and it makes it even greater. Now, actually, this, like, um, um, as long as you've been doing the podcast, how have your rooms changed? Like, you know, like, do you see more, like, black people at your shows? Or it's always been Absolutely. that way? Uh, 
I would say that there's always been like my crowds have always been fairly diverse if they're coming out for me, mm -hmm. just because the shows that I've been on have been diverse. You know, Guy Code is a, I would say black. I would say the way I describe Guy Code is like if you're into sneakers, you probably watch it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and also there's like a like a frat. Uh, fraternity component as well so it'll be like if you're into hip-hop culture kind of sneaker culture you watch guy code but also if you're into like fraternity culture mm -hmm. so i would get you know some dudes with khakis and bow shoes but then there'll be other dudes with jordans those dudes might be black they might be white whatever um so there's always a diverse fan base but then when i started doing like like a show like this where i came on an off night and mm -hmm. only brilliant idiots fans or, or fans that know me from other stuff come out right much more black people much more diversity. And how, how you like that? It, I mean, I mean, you're from the mel you're from the melting pot, so you're used to it. From other people, like you gotta understand, like for me, I was raised. I'm like an experiment. Mm -hmm. Like my mom is from Scotland. She got out of Scotland. She raised me with no Scottish culture. My dad is a New Yorker, but he grew up in a conservative Republican family. And then in the civil during the civil rights movement. Um, through the inspiration of Martin Luther King, he changed his politics to be very left-wing and liberal. So I was raised with none of his family's culture. Mm -hmm. So my mother found herself in America, this new person. My father found himself in, uh, you know, the late '60s, this new person. Right. So mm -hmm. I am this, I am this example. Like, I, and then I'm raised in New York City, and I'm really just a product of my surroundings. Like, never have my parents say, "Hey, this is what a Schultz is supposed to do." Mm -hmm. This is what a camera, my mom's asking this is camera is supposed to do. There's, there was no rules for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're from like a, one of these famous families, like the Kennedys or this or that. I was raised with no religion. You know, there was none of this like well, a good Christian does this or a good Jew does this or a good Muslim does this. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was literally the product of this environment around me. So, you know, when I hear people calling... Like if people ever call me a culture vulture or something like that because I'm in hip hop or listening to hip hop, I don't get it. It's like that's what my environment was. Like maybe my parents are listening to that shit, but that's all we listened to in New York. I grew up in New York in the fucking '90s. Like if I wore boat shoes and fucking lobster shorts, you know what I mean? Like that would be weird for me, right? Because I didn't grow up around that. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yes, you know absolutely, absolutely. So for me, the fact that there's black people to show, it's not. To be honest, what was different for me is is we're in North Carolina. Southern people, black and white, are different. Right. Like that, I sense a different energy. Right. Way more so than just there being black people at the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just never was a big deal. Like, I, th I think it's you're only shocked about shit that you don't grow up around. Right. What do you say to the haters that say, Hey, Schultz is only popping because he hangs around Charlemagne. Charlemagne this, Charlemagne that. Well, there's a huge, there's a huge, they're not wrong. I wouldn't say I'm only popping. I think that no matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to be great at it. But just because I'm not going to allow myself to not be. But, um, but to say that Charlemagne's exposure hasn't increased my exposure or increased the people that know who I am, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But you can make the same argument about about anybody. It's like, yeah, Kendrick is only popular because Dr. Dre. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or mm -hmm. Charlamagne's only here because Wendy Williams. Or so. Right. Like, at a certain point in time, you need to make yourself valuable. Right? And I believe in my ability. I believe what I bring to the show. And I believe in these things. I think, you know, I believe that 
you know, uh, I believe in these. So it's like, I believe you put me in these different situations, I'm going to be successful. But for me to deny the fact that he's a huge public figure with a huge following and that that doesn't, uh, that I don't benefit from that is, is, is crazy. And for the people that, you know, they get the inside, how is, how is Charlemagne? Like, is he critical dude? All his working dude I know. Uh, he's, he's one of the smartest people I, I've ever met. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, pain in my fucking ass. <laughs> pain in my fucking ass. I remember that. But he's brilliant, man. He's a really brilliant dude. And he's very fucking talented. And I don't say that about anybody. I'm not blown away by talent easily, man. Not yeah. at all. Uh, man, I wish I could take Greg on the road. <laughs> he's in the city, man. He's putting out those, those videos. Okay. Fucking them down syndrome chicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got something out here, you probably would come through. Exactly, man. Yeah. Well, man, I'm not going to hold you up much longer, man. I really, really appreciate you just taking a little bit of time just to holler at me, man. And, and, man. and a lot more humble than, you know... You're a lot more humble than you are in the podcast, man. You yeah. you could act like an yeah, asshole. Ego when you argue, man. There's no such thing as arguing without ego. Man, you man, I really appreciate it, man. For sure, man. Thanks, man. Uh, what's up, it's Andrew Schultz from the Brilliant Idiots Podcast, and you are watching Killer TV and. episode of best conversations podcast i thank y'all for rocking with me man this is very humbling and you know all the great feedback i get it makes me want to keep going and going but you know i gotta check in i'm gonna keep giving y'all dope interviews i'm gonna keep bringing in dope people to have these conversations with to get into their journeys with uh etc but um Till next time, man, make sure y'all keep watching, keep giving that feedback. Go If you really rock with me, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave some feedback. Yeah, go leave some feedback, man. Give me five stars and all that, man. But um, thank y'all. I know this episode wasn't that long. Eh, it's all good. But, you know, we'll be right back next week with another dope episode like we always do, man. Man, I hope y'all all have a blessed week, man. Uh, you know, man, keep God first, man. And self-love as well. Your mental is just as important as your physical. Remember that. So sharpen up on both. So, uh, man, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all again for rocking with me. Until next week, peace, love, and soul. Just like on what's the name, but... You know how we do, man. Keep God first and everything else will work itself out, man. See y'all next week. Best Conversation Podcast.